with insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun hey. of Brian Taylor. Nice. Getting you ready for the weekend in golf for 19 years. Now that's real. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Well, hey there, and welcome to Real Golf Radio. Pleased, as always, to be alongside Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer and former Ryder Cup captain and all-time leading points earner for the U.S. Ryder Cup team, Billy Casper. We'll get you ready for this weekend at the Tour Championship, as well as preview next week's Ryder Cup. That's uh, all coming up this week on the show, so thanks for accessing us and finding us. Website's realgolfradio.com, and Twitter handle is at realgolf. Guests today include Michael Simon, assistant professional at East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta, host of the Tour Championship. We'll check in with Michael coming up here in just about 20 minutes. The caddy stops by, still in France. We'll get his perspective on how the golf course and the event is shaping up for next week's Ryder Cup. Plus, former captain and lover of all things Ryder Cup, one of our favorites. If you want to feel the passion of the Ryder Cup, you want to stay tuned for our man Dave Stockton. Joins us on the back nine, hour number two as well. That's all coming up this week. On the show, thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Dave Glauser, our producer. And um, I'll tell you what, just when you think the season's winding down, here comes Tiger Woods once again and finding himself in the lead at the Tour Championship. And we're just a week away from Ryder Cup action. This is exciting stuff. It couldn't get any better right now for oh, golf. Oh, man. It is uh, so much fun to watch. It was fun watching him make Eagle in the first round on the on his 18th hole of the day. Um, and then... Uh, Watching him climb to a two-shot lead with an unfortunate double bogey at the 16th, but uh, coming back with birdie at 18 and and tying Justin Rose at seven under par. Those guys are two shot two shots clear of the rest of the group, and uh, Tiger's got a pretty good conversion rate when he's leading after two rounds. So it'll be interesting to see if that continues on as it as it has in his in his uh, former career, I guess. But uh, uh, things are pretty fun. That's a good to way to put right it. Now. It really is a new career now for Tiger Woods. It's a new phase, for certainly, for his yep. career. And uh, this is a position that he has been in plenty of times, but it's been some time yes. since that 79th win. Looking for number 80 this weekend. We'll get into it all next. Hey, what does it take to be the number one irons in golf? Well, if you ask the engineers at Callaway, they'll tell you one thing, innovation. And they would know because Callaway's face cup technology has made them the number one irons in golf. The face cup technology that makes their irons tremendously powerful actually came from their fairway woods and hybrids, which incidentally, those fairway woods and hybrids continue to outperform the competition. Face cups dramatically increase ball speed across the face. And the second Callaway started engineering irons with face cups, everything changed. Golfers started seeing tremendous gains in distance and forgiveness. And of course, the engineers at Callaway keep on innovating. Steelhead, Big Bertha, and Apex irons are all powered by Callaway's game-changing face cup technology, and they've all made Callaway the number one irons in golf. To learn more about the technology behind the number one irons in golf, go to CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. 
What happens when our most epic driver technology goes rogue? You set the new bar in speed. Then you set it in forgiveness. This is the new jailbreak. It's our fastest driver technology. And now it's in our most forgiving head. That's how you get the most powerful jailbreak effect ever. The new rogue driver from Callaway. The number one driver in golf. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. This is not an easy golf course. This is a a, a grinder's golf course. Got to keep hanging in there and keep making a lot of pars. And, uh, you know, I did that today. I, I didn't quite hit it as sharp as I did yesterday, but I ground out around and shot something, you know, under par. Tiger Woods tied for the lead after 36 holes with Justin Rose. A guy that spent some time at number one in the world, playing alongside current world number one, newly crowned in the last week or so, and Justin Rose, and wow, Eastlake's going to be hopping this afternoon. It is. I'll tell you what, when he made that putt on 15 for birdie from about 23 feet or whatever, that, first of all, you and I have had an opportunity to play Eastlake the last couple of years, Yeah. okay? And that... (laughs) That high-rise thing around that green, three levels up, that thing went nuts when he made that putt. It's pretty crazy to see all the facilities and structures and everything around that golf course that's not there when we play it. Yeah, not there, and it's all green. <laughs> yes, it's all green. <laughs> They're not dormant. Yes. Like it is in April. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, okay, one, two, I'm like 10, 11, 12. I'm like trying to go through my mind because yeah. it, it looks so different. Plus it the, does. Plus the angles that the TV camera shoots is right. not the angle you see when you're walking down the fairway. Right. Because they're up. Usually it's raised up, you know, and so yeah. you're getting these sort of bird's eye, sort of different, like looking through different views. And so I'm trying to go back. I'm like, okay, I've only been around it twice. And I'm trying to get my head wrapped around where <laughs> where they are on this thing. And, and where those guys play from is a little bit longer than well, where we play from, 15. too. I was like, that shot 209 or something like 206. Yeah, they were hitting they seven had. iron there yesterday. Yeah, we're hitting like wedge. Yeah, <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> from an up tee. Yeah. Okay. And then the next hole, the 16th hole, you know. Yeah, they got it stuck way back there. Way back there. Yep. 
But that green, you know, that green is a tough green. So when you start seeing, like, I think Justin Rose had it was just short, just off the front edge, and to watch him hit putter from just off the front edge of the green all the way to that back left portion and the hit. Yeah. I mean, he t- almost took a full turn yep. with the putter in order to get it back there. It's way up the hill. So, yep. I mean, to be able to get out there and play it is kind of a cool perspective. But uh, the other thing that blew me away, Bob, was, mm-hmm. is that uh, both Tiger and Gary Woodland hitting irons from just on the backside of the lake on 18. Onto the green. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tiger hit five wood yesterday, or, or in the first round, and he hit an iron. Hit it 337 down the hill. Justin Rose hit it 345. And hit a little bit of a clunky iron just short. Ended up getting it up and down for birdie, but Tiger knocked it just on the front of the green. And What was it, like two? I think he said he was like 218 with a six iron or something yeah, like some, that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, wow. <laughs> I mean, I know it's hot, and and it is. Let's, yes. Let's at least, let's yeah, at least but give not that hot. Credit. No, it's like a, it's pushing 100 <laughs> degrees out there. I know. And we're playing at it when it's about 60. So right. <laughs> okay, Let, let's at least give ourselves a little bit of credit. But man, and then coming off of that downhill lie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for him to be able to hit the iron shot, even to scoot that one on. on he still Friday, hit it low. You no, know? right? Yeah. yeah. Off that downhill. It's not an easy shot. No. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Hey, by the way, this segment is brought to you by Callaway Golf and their new limited edition MD4 Tactical Wedges. you got to check out these new Mac Daddy 4 Tactical Wedges, a new aggressive look with the distinctive tactical PVD finish, black PVD face, and black medallions. They are really, really cool. So uh, check it out at CallawayGolf.com. And, again, like I said, limited edition, um, really, really good stuff. Hopefully we'll have more information on that for you as uh, with, a, with protect, hopefully an interview with our buddy Dave Neville coming up here in the next little bit. But uh, really cool opportunity. If you haven't checked it out, you want to do so. Uh, also, while you're there at CallawayGolf.com, uh, getting ready for all things Ryder Cup, they've got the Chrome Soft Truvis Ryder Cup colors. So whether you're is that still Europe the fan? same Stars and Stripes, or no. is it in... Uh... Well, they're Stars and Stripes for USA, but they also yeah. throw a little Europe... Um, blue, really? Truvis with the yellow star circle. Yeah, hmm. interesting. Because they do have some Callaway staffers playing yes, for they the do. other guys. Yes, they do. So yeah, you can get them both. They're available. Callaway Think anybody's going to be playing those around here? No. Oh, playing them in the Ryder, in the Ryder Cup? Cup? Probably not. Okay. I don't, that's not. I mean, Tom Watson plays them in competition, yeah. but I don't yeah. know that anyone else has really ever teed it up in competition. Yeah. I mean, I think somebody probably has for fun, but um, I like them. I've got a couple of them. I, I play yeah. them every once in a while. Yeah. It doesn't really, like you would think, like it's sometimes not if that you have big a, deal. A, a, a regular white golf ball, right. and it, maybe somebody puts a, gives you one that's got a big old massive logo on the side, mm-hmm. and it looks like a big clump of dirt on the side, and it kind of freaks you out, you know, just from the, your, just the look at it your, right. from your eye. When it's when it's a consistent pattern all around, I, right. I don't really my eye doesn't really notice it. Like it yeah. doesn't throw me off. So anyway, kind cool. of interesting. But yeah, the, a couple of things that worth timely worth noting: the the tactical MD4 wedges and the uh, the Truvis golf balls that are available. Ryder Cup style at CallawayGolf.com. All right, Bob. Let's uh, yeah. So Tour Championship. Golf course playing really tough. You know, it's interesting. The rough is thick. And every time a ball goes in there, it just drops to the bottom. Right to the bottom. Good luck getting out. Ricky Fowler was just off playing alongside Tiger, just off uh, watching that round yesterday. And every time he'd knock it in the fairway, it's just it or in the rough, it just sits yeah. down and yeah. 
It was a game changer. Yeah. Ricky didn't play all that bad. Just missing those fairways. They've got the golf course set up really difficult. Yep. And, you know, it's it's sort of a worthy test, if you will, for a tour championship. Well, and that's what happened with Tiger on 16th hole. He hit it a little bit left, hit the trees, and the ball came down in the rough. You know, and, and he said that he that he ended up burying it in the face of the cross bunker. Um, he said he only had 130 yards to carry that cross bunker, and he tried to hit a nine iron. Wow, that's a big nine iron up that hill out of yeah. that rough. yeah. Because he only had 168 to the front edge. I think he was just trying to get it up there in the left front bunker or maybe get it over to the right a little bit so he had an angle to come in. Yeah. But he didn't He didn't make it across the cross bunker. And he said um, that looking back on on what happened there, he would have he hit it out to the right more, got it over to where he could have pitched it up the green and, and at the worst made five. Right. He still would have had a one-shot lead and might have had a two-shot lead with a birdie at the final hole. So, um, but you know, you you make a you make a mistake or you try to do something that's not quite. Yeah, he tried to really get after that. Like, I mean, he went yeah. hard at that thing and it and just hit it up over the tree. It and just didn't come out. No, the way it didn't he come out to, at all. So. Yeah, it's it. The golf course is playing tough. It's it's hot out there and it's a good test for these guys. Um, certainly, there's a lot of news and notes uh, that we're going to get to surrounding. The uh, the FedEx Cup, the Tour Championship. Of course, this is the completion to the FedEx Cup and also sort of the end of it as we know it, right? I mean, we yeah. have four playoff events that are culminating in the Tour Championship coming up next year. This thing will have been done already because we're wrapping up in August uh, right. with only three playoff events. Correct. Including the Tour Championship. And so it's going to be, mi- it's going to be minimized and uh, you're also going to have some change now in... Is this thing in stone? Or is this a for sure what's going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is what we're hearing, right? Is that yeah. uh, is that there's some there's there's a change in the way this is all going to be structured to try to make it more simple. We talked about the rumored um, changes, and it looks like that's what's yep. going to happen. Where the leader of the FedEx Cup is going to start the Tour Championship at ten under par. That's correct. It's pretty crazy. I had some pretty interesting discussions. One mm-hmm. with your son, who is a, a former rules official, um, and for him, he, his argument, as you pointed out last week, is that he wonders about the legitimacy of the event if you're going to start a guy off at already, you know, so many strokes under par. Yeah, basically, his thoughts were you're handicapping the field, um, and when you're doing that, um, it it doesn't become a it's it's not a legitimate stroke play event. Jeff Babineau, I thought, wrote a really, really compelling article. You and I yep. both read that. And he's talking about how here it is, your biggest event that's right up there with the Players' Championship. So your top two events on the PGA Tour, your Tour Championship, yep. your Players' Championship, and here it is, it's going to essentially be have a net division winner. Yep. You, some of the tweets coming out this week, you imagine if Tiger Woods finally shoots the lowest 72-hole score of anyone in the field but loses the, the the golf tournament, doesn't pick up win number 80 because he started five or six shots back of yeah. uh, of the FedEx Cup leader. So there's all these scenarios that I, I, I think, on the one hand, you go, ah, this doesn't seem like real golf, or this doesn't seem like traditional golf of what we're looking at. But it should be easier to figure out because if you just glance at the leaderboard, hey, you can see who's leading in the Tour yeah. Championship and the FedEx Cup. Yeah. You don't need sort of a trigonometry equation to figure that out. We'll talk about that next. Plus, Michael Simon, stay tuned. Hey, travelers. 
Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. There's plenty of wedges in your hand. Uh, I think it's just hard to hit a ton of fairways. I mean, that, that was, you know, yesterday I hit a ton of fairways, and I, I felt like it was a, an easy course, or at least I had a round to be shot, you know. But today was much more of a struggle. I was in the rough. I was trying to control the flyers into greens. Um, sometimes I was playing for bunkers. You know, when you're in the rough, you're then just trying to play to keep the ball under the hole. You start getting flyers over the back of these greens, and you're coming down these super severe and fast uh, surfaces. It, it's impossible to get the ball up and down at times. There you go, Justin Rose, number one in the world, tied for the lead after 36 holes alongside Tiger Woods. 
talking about the difficulty that East Lake is presenting this week for the Tour Championship. Tough golf course. I mean, you yep. heard him, man. You get in the rough, and it's no telling Especially what can happen. Especially around the greens. Yeah, Tiger said it goes right to the bottom and extremely difficult with the lies around the greens. So you got to be smart about where if 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 you miss a shot or if you miss in certain places, it's it's very difficult. What do you think of Justin Rose so far? Here he gets you know sort of backdoors into number one in a lot of people's minds. The way yeah. he you know finished and didn't win the playoff against Keegan Bradley, and yet here he goes uh, leading, tied for the lead with Tiger Woods after 36 holes. I mean, first. First go-round is uh, number one in the world, and he's uh, playing really well. Yeah, he's playing well right now, and especially leading into the Ryder Cup, too. But, exactly. uh, yeah, Justin Rose and Tiger at seven under par. The interesting thing is uh, two shots back. You got Rory McIlroy, um, and uh, so it's going to be pretty interesting. Three shots back, you got John Rahm uh, along with Justin Thomas. So it's going to be interesting to see how – uh, this thing shakes out as far as Ryder Cup ramifications going forward for next week. But right now we've got a pretty good neck and neck um, with Justin Rose and Tiger Woods. They've played four times together so far this year, Tiger and Justin, and Justin's beat him every time. Yeah, this is their fourth, I think, isn't it? Uh-uh. Justin's Fifth. beat him. Is, uh, okay. Yep. All right. So uh, we will get into Ryder Cup preview coming up. Uh, we've got a lot to get to, a lot of stats. That's coming up in the, in the next segment. Uh, by the way, to your point, Rory McIlroy and John Rahm, the only mm-hmm. two players with uh, are leading uh, with the most birdies, 12 yep. birdies through 36 yep. holes. Yep. That's what you want to see if you are Thomas Bjorn for your Ryder Cup team. So uh, we'll get into all that coming up. But uh, as we mentioned, Eastlake presenting a great test. And uh, one of the assistants there and our good friend Michael Simons, kind enough to join us from Eastlake. Michael, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How y'all doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for taking some time to join us. Uh, we appreciate that. And uh, I'll tell you what, the golf course looks fantastic and it's bob and i were talking about in the first segment it just looks so different with all the structures <laughs> up and all the green everywhere uh versus when we uh, come and play it in april where, where you have the dormant uh rough and, and that sort of thing but uh, maybe talk about how difficult that rough is playing and, and from the time that you've been there uh, it's it's getting a lot of attention in the broadcast the players are talking about the rough and how difficult it is how different or difficult is it than uh, than it is at any other time there at east lake yeah, I mean they. I mean all year they prepare for this time, so they're doing things all year, different practices to get it ready for this week. I mean they scalp it so that the ball falls down to the bottom instead of sitting up as you'd see on a regular golf course. So that's one thing that makes it really difficult. Just the ball sits down, and but the thing about it is most of these players because they hit it so far, they've got you know a wedge in their hand. So what they're really worried about is how close they can get it to the hole. You know, because they're bombing at 320, and even the shorter guys, you know, it's not that big of an issue on the par force if they're, you know, just off because they've, you know, got a 9-iron, and you know, us regular golfers can only advance a 9-iron out of this, like, 100 yards, but, you know, they're able to control it. It's just a matter of, you know, who can get it closer to the closer to the hole out of it. So uh, you got the golf course setting up the way it is, but you've got Tiger Woods uh, tied for the lead. What's... It, it's got to be electric there right now. What's what's it like having Tiger Woods in the field and uh, and how he's playing right now? That's all everyone's talking about, and that we couldn't be happier to have that. I mean, for the year Tiger's had, you know, to not playing golf earlier to now, 
co-leading the tour championship. I mean, it's a story no, no one thought was possible. So, I mean, we're ecstatic. We're happy. It's what us as a golf staff have wanted and the tour championship wanted. I mean, as the weeks leading up to this, we were pulling hard for him. And, you know, you can't really describe the atmosphere with Tiger because that's where everyone is. I mean, you, you know, I mean, we've got the best 30 players here, but everyone is still going to Tiger Woods. I mean, it, he, he is the needle in golf. Well, there's no doubt about that. Michael Simons, uh, Eastlake, joining us uh, right here on Real Golf Radio. So um, give us uh, give us a couple of uh, maybe some of the, the, the chatter that, that you guys are having internally there when, you know, about uh, about Tiger, about the golf course, about the way that's playing. I mean, what, what are some of the uh, what's some of the discussions going on about how um, about what you're seeing and the observations as a staff that you guys see with uh, the best players in the world playing your golf course? I, we honestly couldn't be happier. I mean, it's what we look forward to as a staff. It's what we prepared prepare for all year. I mean, it's like, you know, our biggest thing is tour championship, and they have Tiger in contention. I mean, you can't write a better story than this. It's, it's huge. And as a golf staff, I mean, we think, Tiger pretty much because you know he helps us he helps golf and I think everyone should be appreciative to him and how hard he's worked and what he's gone through to be at this point and you know he'll come out and have a great Saturday and Sunday and hopefully you know everyone's calling for him any chatter about uh, the proposed changes for next year with uh, starting the FedEx Cup leader at 10 under par what's your do you have a do you have an opinion or a take on that yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of people upset about it, a lot of critiques, and but I honestly, you gotta, you gotta try it out. Honestly, as a staff, we think it's kind of cool. I mean, let's try it out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But you know, as you can see this week, Bryson DeChambeau, he's your FedEx leader. He starts at 10 under par next year. Um, I mean, he he'd be way back. But I mean, it totally changes the game. And you know, why not try it out? And if it works, I mean. And the hard part about the, the FedEx Cup is the whole time you're watching it, you're confused about who could win the FedEx Cup. So this way, you'll know as a spectator and viewer where everyone stands. You know, you know, it, it, even though they start out kind of handicapped, it's you'll know exactly where everyone's at. They don't have to worry about all the calculations. But I mean, we're 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 interested to see how it does, and you know, honestly, I'm excited about it. So uh, any, anybody said anything, especially with your staff or anything about maybe just uh, when they get to the, when they get to the tour championship, they wipe everything out and and you just play winner take all basically. I mean, there's, I think everything's been brought up in the discussions, and I, I feel like this is something that they've talked about for some time. Just to, I mean, the thing they don't want is someone to win the tour championship and then a second winner of the FedEx Cup like we saw last year and it's been in years past. So this just kind of takes that away. And to your point of, you know, just wiping it all, I mean, that could be a great option. I mean, there's there's plenty of things that could be done, but I feel like the tour felt like this is what, you know, could still give that guy who played the best all year an advantage over the field um, and still, you know, keep it fair to everyone else. Michael Simons, assistant pro at Eastlake, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. What's the hot uh, merchandise item? What's everybody after this uh, week out there at Eastlake? What's the take-home? What what does everybody wish they could get? Well, everyone wants that pin flag to try and get Tiger to sign it. 
<laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, win yeah. number win number eighty at your golf course uh, would be pretty special, huh? Oh, I, I mean, we'd be we'd be happy to see that. I mean, Tiger has said it. It's a difficult golf course, but I mean, as we've seen over the last two days, you know, he's in prime position, and it's all up to him. And you know, Justin Rose is right there, and he is projected to win the FedEx Cup. I mean, if Tiger wins, I believe Justin would win it, the FedEx Cup. But um, you know, we're happy. Couldn't be happier, and we're hoping for the best. That might be uh, yeah. the one time Tiger's okay with not winning the FedEx Cup as he's <laughs> still picking up the W this week. He would finish second, by the way. Yeah. If if they both went on, Justin Rose would uh, Justin Rose would finish first in the FedEx Cup, and Tiger would finish second. So yeah, kind of interesting stuff. Hey, Michael, thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate it, and uh, you guys do such a great job. Golf course looks perfect out there. So congratulations. Pass on our uh, thanks to to the rest of the guys there, and uh, we'll look forward to an exciting weekend there at East Lake. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, and uh, I hope the best for both of you. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, appreciate Michael. it. Michael Simons, Sister Pro at East Lake, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, kind enough to give us a little bit of insight there, and I know staff up and going and getting things ready. Golf courses. It is a big. I mean, you hear these guys it's talking. It's a big hard golf course, it man. It is, isn't it? And oh. the way they got it set up right now. Oh, yeah. Man. And they're playing as a par 71, so you know it's uh, it's tough, man. That that first hole normally, I think they they normally under. Regular conditions, the first hole plays is a par five. When we've played it, it's a par seventy. Yeah, it's a par seventy. Seventy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you said, I thought it was par so 70. So the first yeah. hole is is now a par four, and then the the fourteenth hole, that long kind of dogleg right down the hill before the par three, before fifteen, that's a par four as well. And we we play it as we when we played it, it's a par five. Well, that's why they, <clears throat> that's why these guys get paid the big bucks. <laughs> they hit it so stinking far, it's crazy. It's pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, even even holes like eight, you know, where they tee off from, we don't even walk back there. No, 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 so no. far away. It's like yeah, it's like fifty yards further back. At least. At least. I think it's more. I think it's p- pushing almost a hundred yards back. <laughs> it's a long ways. I mean, they're taking on a lot of water. We're uh, we're not we're not messing not around with close. that at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, pretty good stuff. Hey, coming up next, we got to get it. I, I, and I know this is a topic of conversation. Well, about the proposed getting right. to ten under par. We'll talk about that. But I really want to get into Ryder Cup previews next. Okay. So uh, stay tuned. We'll do all that right here on Real Golf Radio. Last year, Callaway's transformative jailbreak technology created an epic shift in ball speed and performance. In fact, it made them the number one driver in golf. Now it's the fairway wood's turn. That's right, the new Rogue Fairway is the world's first fairway wood with jailbreak technology. Let me say that again. Callaway has put jailbreak bars into a fairway wood. We're talking about game-changing ball speed here. And of course, every Rogue Fairway comes equipped with Callaway's legendary 360 face cups. When you put these two things together, which is crazy when you think about it, you get the most powerful fairway wood Callaway has ever created. You'll immediately see a difference in distance and ball speed. But stay humble and let your buddies ask, how the heck did you get there in two? Did you just outdrive me with a three wood? And you could just nod and say, yep, I went rogue. Get the details on the new rogue fairway at CallawayGolf.com. 
It's time to go rogue with Callaway, the number one fairway woods in golf. At the first tee, oh, oops. it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact Sorry. both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Callaway Golf has been the fastest growing golf ball brand since 2013, and the ChromeSoft golf ball has been a major part of that. ChromeSoft is extremely fast, incredibly soft, and unbelievably easy to control, which is why Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, and Jim Furyk have changed to ChromeSoft. You have to be willing to change to get better. ChromeSoft and the new ChromeSoft X are in stores now. See what they can do at CallawayGolf.com. ChromeSoft. It's the ball that changed the ball. Your hands. With the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. The difference between tour pros and regular golfers is, well, pretty much everything. But when it comes to putting, the best players in the world generate top spin at impact. Most of us do not. The new O-Works Micro Hinge Insert from Odyssey dramatically generates top spin at impact regardless of the putting stroke. Top spin is what gets the ball rolling on its intended line. The Micro Hinge Insert is a new way to roll. The new O-Works Micro Hinge Insert from Odyssey is in stores now. Go to odysseygolf.com to learn more. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. I didn't birdie either of the par fives today, which was disappointing. You know, you, you get you pick two up there, and all of a sudden, you know, you're probably tied for the leader in the last trip going into tomorrow. But um, the game's all there. Um, sort of struggling with with these chip shots from the from the apron, so probably going to do a little bit of practice here and, and see if I can if I can find the bottom and actually you know find the, the golf ball before the turf. Yeah, just some simple uh, basic chipping instruction there and thoughts by Rory McIlroy. Yeah. yeah, you want to hit the ball first. You want to try to find the bottom. You hear apron, and you don't hear that term very often. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Rory, uh, well, of course, is going to be competing next week in the Ryder Cup as well, and he's trying to get things going again in the Tour Championship for the weekend. Welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. A segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Check out odysseygolf.com. All right, uh, just uh, if you're wanting to tune in next week and watch the Ryder Cup, here's what you got going, all right? These are Eastern times. Thursday for the opening ceremony, it's 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. So that's nice because you don't need daylight in order to host the gala. Yeah, so, so the opening ceremony, that's... That's going to be okay. You're yeah. going to be, you know, you might miss the young and the restless or something <laughs> at that time of the day, Thursday at 10 a.m. I don't even... What is on Thursday at 10 a.m.? I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, middle of the week, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., but at least that's Eastern time. At least you're going to be able to to watch this thing, right? Uh, Friday, 
2 a.m. Eastern, broadcast gets underway. That's the first round. So you want to watch the opening tee shot of the Ryder Cup. 2 a.m. That's 11 p.m. on the West Coast. So, you know, again, our friends in San Diego that are listening right now, 11 p.m., you stay up late, you can at least watch those first tee shots go off. and. Right, you can really watch it. It's probably the easiest time zone, other than being there. Right. Probably West Coast is 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 really ideal for this thing, right? Because you're not, you're probably not staying up until to watch the end of it on Friday, but you're gonna see the uh, the beginning of it, and then you can watch the re-air, which Golf Channel will have starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. So again, you're stay up a little late, you get a little less sleep, go to work, come back, and you know at five o'clock. Pacific time. You Either watch that the whole or take thing a nap in the again. afternoon. Yeah, whatever you got to do. <laughs> Saturday, golf, and that's on Golf Channel, by the way. Golf Channel will have the first hour on Saturday morning from 2 a.m. Eastern to 3 a.m. Eastern. And then NBC takes over at 3 a.m. Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern. And then they will turn around and re-air that whole segment again from 1 p.m. Eastern to 6 p.m. Eastern. And then Golf Channel will do another re-air from 8 p.m. to midnight Eastern time. And then Sunday... 6 a.m. Eastern time, so your singles matches, to 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern time is the the Sunday singles. So that's where it pays to be an East Coaster because yes. you got 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. Sunday. You can get your, your full-on golf fix, and then they're going to re-air that on Golf Channel 8 p.m. to midnight Sunday night. So it's going to be it's going to be tough to watch it. I mean, it's going to be fun, right? But it's oh, going to yeah. be tough. Oh, I don't. It. I'll stay up. I'll watch it. It's a complete flip, Bob. If you're gonna watch that Mountain Time, uh, you're you're talking midnight uh-huh. to 11 a.m. Yeah. That's On Friday. The whole night. No, that's that. That's Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Midnight to 11 a.m. local time. What are you gonna when you when you sleep in that week? <laughs> that's why I said I'm going to sleep during the day. Apparently the whole day, because that's, <laughs> like I said, that's a whole, that, yeah, anyway, talk about uh, jet lag. You're going to get jet lag from watching the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right, so uh, Ryder Cup preview. Just I, I went through the I went through the history of this thing, Bob, mm-hmm. and I want you to comment on this stuff as we go through, okay. because you remember this a lot, more, a lot more of this than I do. But from 1959 to 1981, the only year that it was even close was 1969. Right. And you remember that one. Yep. That was... Jack Nicklaus giving the putt on the final hole. To Tony Jacklin. To Tony Jacklin, and they have the matches. And the U.S. secured the cup because, again, they just it, it was just all USA from 1959 to 1981. Right. I apologize for the for the congestion here, but the, the smoke from the wildfires in our area and, and everything is getting my allergies going. Anyway, sorry. 1983, okay? So we had the dominant 1959 to 1981. Right. From 1983, in 1983, the U.S. won by a point, 14 and a half to 13 and a half in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Yes. Okay. There was something happening. Something going on. Okay. 1985, a massive victory for Europe at the Belfry. At the Belfry. By 5.16 and a half to 11 and a half. Yep. In 1987, Memorial. So not, sorry, not Memorial. At Muirfield Village. At Muirfield Village. Europe. Picking up a historic first win on U.S. soil at Jack's place with Jack the, being the captain. Yes. 15-13 win for the European I team. remember that one. 
I can only imagine that if Twitter were up and going in 1987, it would have broke the internet. It would have. It would have been just. It would have blown an up. Outrage. <laughs> Okay, that started a little run. 1989, back at the Belfry, the teams would play to a 14-14 tie, which means Europe would retain the cup. And so there you had three cups in a row where it stayed over in Europe. Yep. Okay. After where they this, controlled it. This is a this is this is a big change in the tide, and most people would credit Seve Ballesteros, the change to all Europe. Yeah. You know, all those kind of things really shifted and made this thing competitive. And I think that was an important part of the Ryder Cup because again, it was sort of boring, like the President's Cup a little bit right now, where you it's almost a foregone conclusion. When my dad uh, captained the team in 1979 at Greenbrier, yeah, that was the first year that they that they had um, Europe as part of it. So before it was Great Britain and Ireland before, and then it brought in continental Europe, and that was the first year. And you see it took a couple of cups to get that yes. all sorted out and get a rhythm going. For those guys, But correct. once they did, yep. boom. All right, so 1991, Kiowa's the war at the shore. Dave Stockton, and, captain. And he's going to join us on the back nine, hour number two, so stay tuned. Love talking to him. U.S. won the cup in dramatic fashion, 14 and a half, 13 and a half. And Bernard Longer missed a putt on the final hole. Ooh. From about uh, six feet. And can neither confirm or deny whether he was anchoring for that putt. Yes. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Actually, that was the split where he held on to his just, forearm yeah, and stuff. I know. Yeah. I just... So, in 1993, the U.S. claimed victory at the Belfry, and that was the last time that the U.S. won in Europe. And it yeah. was a 15-13 win. Couples in love. Never forget that partnership. That was yep. classic uh, that year. Uh then it was all Europe. Europe would go on to win eight of the next 11 Cups, Bob. Five of those were decided by a point. Yep. One was a three-point win by Europe at the Belfry in 2002. The low point, of course, 2004, we were there in Detroit at Oakland Hills, and 2006 in Ireland, back-to-back 18-and-a-half to 9-and-a-half drummings. Yeah of the Americans by the team Europe. You got nine, you got, do you have 99 in there when we won at uh, Brookline? So the three U S wins include the miracle comeback in 99 at Brookline, right? The 2008 solid victory by the U S Paul Azinger captain mm-hmm. putting in the pod system, at, you know, all of that at Valhalla. at Valhalla. And then last year at Hazeltine, a convincing win. Right. So uh, those were the three U S wins. And of course you have to also throw in there the, you know, Medina, the, the miracle US, comeback for the European team at Medina I, kind of equaled I choose, the I choose 99. to look at that as the major collapse by it the was. US team. Well, and, and the same <laughs> thing can be said of what the Europeans nope. did in 99. No, nope, because that's how fans. That's how it works when you're a fan. When you win, your team won. When you're when you lose, your team lost it. Yeah, they they choked. You don't you don't give. I'm not giving coach speak. Hey, give credit to the other team. They played. No, you blew it. Uh, and then the last two Ryder Cups have both been convincing wins yes. by either side. So Correct. I set the stage there for you had a, it was all USA, and then Europe got put into the mix, and there was a flip for Europe during the 80s, and then a short resurgence by the U.S. team in the 90s, and then it's pretty much been all Europe through the last 20 years. Think of that, Bob. We're 19 years doing the show. We've seen three right. U.S. wins. Yes. In 19. Well, no, sorry. We've seen. Yeah, we've seen three U.S. wins. Mm-hmm. 99-08 and last last two years ago in 2016. Right. So. Remember 99? I do. Sour of grapes. I remember 99. Sour grapes, man. Oh. By the European they, squad. They were, yeah. Well. You could you can appreciate 
having lost so many times that the 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 jubilee that took place there jubilee i like that yeah. which jubilee is right tom layman david duvall uh guys just going crazy running oh, yeah. across the greens wives players dogs caddies everyone's all out there just making a muck of jose maria Othabo's chance of tying this thing i mean come on <laughs> he still had a chance i think he was about 195 feet away from the hole but that was a legitimate chance and then of course bad get, form tom layman's doing Poor the moonwalk right across with his spikes i mean just i mean the guy had to put through a sand trap when it was all said and done <laughs> if you recap it the way the europeans were reacting i mean this thing was I I mean, how could he possibly even make this yeah. thing? Poor form. And how about the good sportsmanship by Payne Stewart? Was it Payne? With Monty. Okay, so I was in a golf shop yesterday, uh-huh. and they were in the background was playing the they were t- the champion story thing. Yeah. They were talking about Monty's great record in the Ryder Cup yeah. and how he never lost a singles match right. and all this kind of stuff. And first thing that popped into my mind was, yeah, but in '99. He was gifted one, and I couldn't remember. He was remember. gifted so one. So was it Payne it was Stewart? Payne Stewart. Okay, I couldn't. Yeah. In fact, I've, I'm glad you brought that up because I couldn't remember who it was that he was playing, but they gave it to him basically. Yeah. And that kept his perfect singles record. Yeah, because it didn't matter. Didn't matter or yeah, not. Cup was over. And and it kept it. Yeah. He never had a loss. I hated that guy, but I love him now. I love Monty. I'm a huge Monty fan. <laughs> I love that guy. I love it. Oh. So anyway, with all that said, Bob. Just, again, from a high level, and we're going to break down, we're going to get into the players coming up in the back nine and all that kind of stuff. Right. But when, when, when just to, to paint the picture of that and how the Ryder Cup has come to be where it is, now we have this task force and everything. Mm-hmm. Everything's, the momentum seems to be shifting back towards the U.S. side. Uh, what's kind of what, what's your thoughts as you get ready for next week's Ryder Cup? Well, I, I think there's a couple of things. First of all, um, we've, got, we've got 11 of our 12 players – playing in the tour championship this week leading into um, the FedEx cup or the Ryder cup. My thoughts are, okay, 11 of the 12, we've had a pretty good year as yeah. far as the guys that are on the team. Um, the, the only guy, guy that's, that's not, not playing, playing has had a, you know, he's had a pretty good few he's years. Had a, he's had a, he's had some really good years and he, and he just missed it. He finished 31st and that was Jordan Spieth. Okay. When you look at the European side, I think five five of their players are playing in the Tour Championship this week. Sergio Garcia is, is playing in Europe. And I thought it was pretty interesting that there were posts on Facebook and Instagram this week of Ian Poulter and Henrik Stenson playing golf together in Florida. Um, so from that standpoint, I, I think... Uh, We've got a strong team on the U.S. side, um, and I think we need to continue on with our good play, no doubt about it, so that we have a chance. Six euros. Yep, six euros playing this week. So yeah, six of the from the U.S. from the European team, eleven of the twelve, as you mentioned, from the U.S. team, right? All competing, uh, and and interestingly enough, there it is, number one and number two, one from each side. Yep. Can you imagine? If uh, Furyk had not picked Tiger Woods, oh I know, <laughs> and here he is knocking on the door of win number eighty and and uh, and trending. We'll get into the the player. Yeah, Europe has three guys in the top five, four right now. Yep. Uh, the U.S. has Tiger, uh, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. Yep. 
and then Ricky Fowler in the top ten. Just so, outside, yeah. Yeah. But Tommy Fleetwood's in the top ten as well. So. Yeah. And so is Tony Fino. Yep. So good stuff. All right, short break. Uh, some uh, small thoughts, if you will, coming up. Uh, some quick thoughts coming up on the other side. And then in the back nine, we'll continue this full Ryder Cup preview. Stay tuned. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. This is a fun one this week. Tour Championship, Tiger Woods, Justin Rose, tied for the lead. Impressed by Rose, by the way, number one in the world. Here he is 
kind of backing that up with some good play. Right. Going to be in the final group, tied for the lead with Tiger. Tiger looking for win number 80. I think Justin's going to feel like an afterthought out there today. Number one player in the world, and it's going to be all Tiger all the time. You know what's going to be interesting is to see how these guys are able to figure out how to play in the same realm as Tiger Woods when Tiger is playing great, Um, especially with the crowd. Not only his play, but the crowd and everything that goes along with it. Because some of these guys haven't been in that situation before, especially the younger guys. They want to be in that situation and be able to compete um, when Tiger's playing extremely well, they want they they relish that. They That's say what, they do. They say they do. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. David Duvall says, "I don't know that you do." <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. He still has PTSD from his time. <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot of guys that have that. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna get into all that coming up on the back nine. Dave Stockton will join us. Always love talking Ryder Cup with former captain and player Dave Stockton. Caddy joins us live from. Uh, France, uh, but uh, quick mention, the web.com uh-huh. finals. Correct. Got some cards up for grabs, huh? Yeah, this is, the, this is the last one. This is the last event, and top 25 from this last event, plus the 25 from the web.com tour make it in. Lucas Glover is leading at 14 under par. Danny McCarthy at 13. Cameron Tringali at 12. So he came off. Cameron made it off of this format last year in the finals. Um, made it onto the PGA Tour, lost his card, and here he is right now, tight or in third position. He's moved up with his play this week. He's moved up 68 spots to number 15. So if he continues on, he'll get his card back. Um, That's the uh, drama and excitement of the web finals. Stay tuned. Hour number two, Dave Stockton and the caddy next. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. The Senate Judiciary Committee is giving Christine Blasey Ford more time to decide on the terms for her to testify about allegations that Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her when they were teenagers getting drunk at a party. That's according to a tweet from Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa. President Trump told a rally in Missouri Friday night there's a lingering stench about what was being exposed at the Justice Department and promised to get rid of it like he did at the FBI. Trump also made mention of his Supreme Court nominee. Why didn't somebody call the FBI 36 years ago? And I said, we have to fight for him, not worry about the other side. Christine Blasey Ford now has until 2.30 this afternoon to respond to a request to testify to the committee. You're listening to USA Radio News. This is a national health alert from the Healthcare Hotline. Are you on Medicare and or have private insurance and suffer from back pain? MD Topical has a solution for you. Today, you can qualify to receive a pain-relieving treatment, such as a comfortable back brace or a customized pain treatment at little or no cost. Call MD Topical toll-free now, 888-998-7225. It just takes a couple of minutes to qualify for these amazing treatments that have helped thousands of people with severe pain. Your personalized pain treatment will be delivered directly to your door. 
Call MD Topical toll-free, 888-998-7225, 888-998-7225, or go to mdtopical.com and get started on your road to a pain-free life. Call MD Topical toll-free, 888-998-7225, or go to mdtopical.com. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz took on his Democratic challenger, Beto O'Rourke, in the feisty debate. The candidates debated O'Rourke's recent support for protesting the national anthem. Standing up not just for your rights, but everyone's rights in this country, there's nothing more American than that. Everyone has a right to protest. You have a right to speak. But you could speak in a way that doesn't disrespect the flag, that doesn't disrespect the national anthem. O'Rourke reminded the audience repeatedly that he's visited all 254 counties in Texas, while Cruz said representing the state is more about looking out for the best interests of Texans. An independent investigation has found the University of Maryland culpable in the death of Terrapins football player Jordan McNair. Dr. Rod Walters, a former college athletic trainer and sports medicine consultant, led the investigation and said trainers did not follow proper procedures. You're listening to USA Radio News. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. A man who was wrongfully convicted of murder is now free, thanks to three law students. Here's more from USA's Chris Barnes. Valentino Dixon released from prison after serving 27 years behind bars in Erie County, New York. His release a result of work done by Georgetown University law students who re-examined his case as part of a prison reform project course. The students re-interviewed witnesses, finding prosecutors never revealed to Dixon's defense lawyer that a gunpowder test on Dixon's hands had come back negative. You know, I had my moments where I was bitter and angry and frustrated, you know, but I'm not I'm not upset with anybody right now. Wow. In fact, the people that put me here, I would give them a hug right now. Dixon saying on the NBC Today show, being free is the greatest feeling in the world. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. People in the Carolinas are still cleaning up after Hurricane Florence. Here's more from USA's Rick Vincent. One week after Hurricane Florence made landfall, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper says the Tar Heel State continues to feel the effects of the monster storm. Some locations won't see rivers crest until late in the weekend, and flooding will continue well into next week. This means that lives are still at risk and people need to stay alert for local evacuation orders. The governor says about 3,700 people remain in shelters statewide. For USA Radio News, I'm Rick Vincent. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. 
Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. And it's brought to you, of course, by Callaway Golf. Check out CallawayGolf.com, and thank you for being with us each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. We had a good discussion in hour number one talking tour championship, and Tiger Woods, Justin Rose tied for the lead after 36 holes. It's going to be a good one at East Lake. Be sure to tune in, NBC, with the coverage on the weekend. But uh, here on the back nine, hour number two, a focus on next week's Ryder Cup as we preview the matches being played over in France, uh, the players and the storylines, what to look for, and one of – scratch that. Pretty sure it's our favorite event in all oh, yeah. of sports. At least it is for me. Yeah. Uh, the Ryder Cup is – you know, my love of the game of golf, bring it into a team atmosphere and the competition, combine some – patriotism and pride of country and things like that. Oh, yeah. It just has all the feels, and it's just such good drama. U.S. looking to win for the first time on foreign soil since 1993. Bob, wow. I was all of 19 years old. The last time the U.S. won on foreign soil. 1993. You remember 1993, don't you? I do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do. Absolutely. I was 33 years old. Yeah, we've kind of... We kind of flipped it. I mean, look at it now. I'm 33, and <laughs> Dave's 33. No, Dave's not even no, 33. No, you're not 33. Dave's not 33. <clears throat> no, you know we're you, getting old. You only have uh, you only have like uh, eight, probably, or uh, usually about eight of those double digit years. You know, yeah. You're 11. You're 22. You're 33. You're 44. I'm on my fourth yeah. one. Are you? Yeah. So I'm about. You're closer to your sixth. I'm one. closer to my sixth one. <laughs> It's a little ways away, but I'm closer to my sixth yeah, one. Yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, the the point of all of that uh, discussion is that it's been a long time since the U.S. has won on foreign soil. And by the way, Hazeltine two years ago, boy, they yeah. sure looked like they had it figured out. The task force thing was working. Mm-hmm. The players were dominating. They had a convincing President's Cup win to follow it up last year. Right. And all the momentum seems to be pointing to, hey, the U.S. is just going to go and roll this thing. Yeah. I'm not so sure. We'll get into the players and why those storylines might play out a little different than we hoped they might. Yeah. Through our red, white, and blue glasses. Okay. Stay tuned. That's coming up next. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. 
Chrome Soft has a Tour Urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies, and I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed. Yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. The difference between tour pros and regular golfers is, well, pretty much everything. But when it comes to putting, the best players in the world generate top spin at impact. Most of us do not. The new O-Works Micro Hinge Insert from Odyssey dramatically generates top spin at impact regardless of the putting stroke. Top spin is what gets the ball rolling on its intended line. The Micro Hinge Insert is a new way to roll. The new O-Works Micro Hinge Insert from Odyssey is in stores now. Go to odysseygolf.com to learn more. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. Callaway's transformative jailbreak technology created an epic shift in ball speed and performance. In fact, it made them the number one driver in golf. Now it's the fairway wood's turn. The new Rogue Fairway is the world's first fairway wood with jailbreak technology. And, of course, every Rogue Fairway comes equipped with Callaway's legendary 360 face cups, making Rogue the most powerful fairway wood Callaway has ever created. Get the distance on the new Rogue Fairway at CallawayGolf.com. Go Rogue with Callaway, the number one fairway woods in golf. The first tee can teach young people how to hit a driver or how to stop a ball out of a bunker. But true success is measured by how well they perform off the golf course, by how well they use values like confidence, My name is Kyla. perseverance, and integrity okay. in their daily lives. The first tee helps young men and women become better golfers, but even more important, better people. Get involved. Visit thefirsttee.org. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. It's a, a long season, and uh, we've played a lot towards uh, the end of our, our season. And uh, you know, this is not a not an easy golf course. It's a little different than we played two weeks ago, where we're firing every, absolutely every single flag. Uh, this is different. This is uh, very much strategic, and lots and lots of patience here. Tiger Woods tied for the lead after 36 holes. At East Lake, talking about the difficulty of the golf course, he's tied alongside Justin Rose, who's number one in the world. Tiger spent a little bit of time there. Just a little. Tiger looking for win number 80 this week at East Lake. He only has 29 other guys to beat. It's a great opportunity. He's playing well, and he's tied for the lead. And as you pointed out, his record's pretty good when he has at least a share of the 36-hole lead. So this is definitely a must-see tune-in weekend to see if Tiger is able to actually complete 
I guess you would say, I, I think the comeback is officially completed. I mean, the guy yeah. has, you know, risen, you know. Well, when he wins a golf tournament, it's like, it will it caps be stamped. It, it caps you're it right. off. You're yeah. right. It does do that. And for him to go out and win, you know, look, it's, uh, it's, it's only a 30 man field. So from yeah. that standpoint, he's got a great opportunity. Yeah, he sure does. Technically they're the 30 best players in the yeah. world. So not to take anything away from that win, but wow. What uh, an exclamation point on the season. And then just to get a bonus next week with the Ryder Cup. Man, it's been a fun year. So Tiger, um, 48 times he's had um, a second-round lead or co-lead on the PGA Tour. 48 times. And he's gone on to win 43. That's good. (laughs) Uh... That's good if you got it. Um... All right, should we get into some Ryder Cup talk? Absolutely. Because coming up next, Caddy's going to join us. We'll mm-hmm. talk to him about the golf course and give us a little update from France. And then Dave Stockton will join us. Yes. And if he can't He's get He's like ex- Captain America. He is. Two. <laughs> War at the Shore Captain, <laughs> Keo Island. If you can't get excited after listening to Dave Stockton about Ryder Cup, well, yeah. I don't know. You're not, you're not human. But uh, let, let's go into it. There's a couple of things, first of all, I wanted okay. to mention. And... This European team, it's it's an interesting combination. It's a bit of a throwback. There's some new guys sprinkled in there. It's a major throwback with the four captains' picks they pulled on. It, it, you're right. From 2016 at Hazeltine, Rafa Cabrera Bayo and Thomas Peters, both rookies that year, mm-hmm. they were six one and one combined for yeah. seven points. Right. They are not on this team, and they're not on this team. So when you talk about only getting 11 and a half points, I think is what they finished last time. They and seven of them came from two players that aren't on the team. Right. That's got to be concerning. Right. On the other hand, Danny Willett. Can't you remember Sullivan's first name? Sullivan's first name. Anyway, Sullivan, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Lee Westwood, Martin Keimer. They combined for one 13 and O. Yeah. So they gave up 12 points. Lee Westwood was the anchor. He's the one that drug him down there. So was Willett. Yeah. Fitzpatrick was over. Yeah. So people say, hey, Fitzpatrick should have been on there instead of Sergio or yada, yada, yada. Fitzpatrick did not play well in the Ryder. He he was blanked. I think he was 0-4. Yeah, yeah I something think, like I, that. If I remember his Ryder Cup record from last he just, time. He just won. Right after they made the captain's picks, he won in, in uh, Switzerland. So So here's the question. On the one hand, you're, you're dropping – some big old fat anchors off of the yes. off your boat, so you just got a little you, you got that weight off your shoulders, mm-hmm. but you also don't have the seven points. Here's what I'm going to say about Team Europe. So you got to replace Rafa and Thomas Peters. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to replace Rafa and Thomas Peters with John Rom and Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, I agree, and I think John Rom will do adequately in Rafa's place as a fellow Spaniard. Mm-hmm. And I think Thomas Peters is a unique talent, and I think it's tough to say that a guy like Tommy Fleetwood would replace a bomber like Thomas Peters the way he played. But I've no, I haven't seen that a birdie boy can machine. Light it up. I haven't seen a birdie machine like that guy in some time. Yeah, that guy can light it up. He's he's proven. I mean, he's you know a couple of weeks ago back to back sixty threes. Um, sixty three in the final round of the U.S. Open. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. No. That's Johnny. So, uh, yeah, he's a guy who can make a lot of birdies. So it'll be interesting to see what he does and how he plays under that new type of format. But the other thing is is you've got, you've got five rookies on the European squad. 
and seven. That's why that's why they had to go with the old guard. That's why they had to go with the guys like Stenson, of course, and Ian Poulter, of course, and Sergio Garcia, um, because they needed that maturity on the team. Um, and when you've got five rookies, I mean, at that point in time, they only had three guys that had played any Ryder Cup before, and now you've got and five rookies, and so you had to pull on some guys to get some uh, experience on the team. All right, let's look at uh, this U.S. team. Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Patrick Reed, Ricky Fowler, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Webb Simpson, Bubba Watson, and the three rookies, Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau, and Tony Fino. We can begin with Brooks Kepka. He's uh, This is his second appearance. He's got a 3-1 and one record. Right. He's 1-1 one and one in four balls. He's 1-0-0 oh and oh in foursomes and 1-0-0 oh and oh in singles. So... Um, you know, he's the winner of the U.S. Open and the PGA Championship. U.S. Open the last two years. Thank you. Uh, and uh, he's he is a guy that I think is going to just be can just continue to relish this opportunity in Ryder Cup play. I would expect him to continue to build on that stellar three and one record. Potential pairings, likely pairings for Brooks Kepka. In my mind, it's probably a little bit of Dustin Johnson yep. and perhaps some Tony Finau in there yeah. as well. Yeah. And 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 they also was paired with uh, with Kucher uh, a little bit. Um, no, DJ was paired with Kucher. He was paired with mm, I forget now in the last one, but anyway, a shorter hitter in some foursome action. So we'll see how that plays out. Dustin Johnson playing in his fourth Ryder Cup. He has a six and five record, two and four in four balls, which I thought was interesting. Huh. He's one and one in foursomes, and he's undefeated three and zero in singles play. There you go. See, and that's that's I think probably where we're going to see our strengths is in singles. Um, but yeah, former number one in the world, and just got it taken away from him two weeks ago. But uh, not not playing all that great right now. Uh, he struggled the last few weeks. Um. He needs to figure out the putter again, and he needs to quit switching back and forth again. I mean, he's been doing that almost on a weekly basis. Showed up this week with two putters in the bag. Um, That's never a good sign. It's not a good sign, no. Uh, um, Jordan Spieth, uh, that was Dustin Johnson we just went Uh through, right? Yeah, but still, a winning record. So your your top two guys there with a winning record. Jordan Spieth, he's 4-3-2. So he's three and one in four balls. He's one zero oh, and two in foursomes, but he's yet to win a singles match, Bob. You remember he's zero oh, and two. Yeah. In singles, uh, Spieth and Reed, by the way, have uh, played in seven matches. They are four one and two. Expect a heavy dose. Of, Five points. I would expect a heavy dose of those guys together again. Patrick Reed is yeah. pretty similar record. He's six one and two. However, for Captain America, yeah. The difference in the record is singles. Absolutely. Yeah. Patrick Reed has never lost. He's two and zero. Oh. Uh, where Jordan Spieth is 0-2 yep. in singles matches. Otherwise, they have the identical record because they've played every other match together. But really look for them in four balls. 3-1 and one is their record in four balls. Ricky Fowler playing in his fourth uh, Ryder Cup. He's 2-4-5, and 0-1-2 oh, in four balls, 1-2-2 two, two in foursomes, 1-1-1 one, one, and one in singles. Hmm. So he's got to break that. He's, he's got a taste of everything. He's won, yeah. he's lost, he's tied, he's halved. So we'll see what he could. Paired, paired with Phil Mickelson pretty well in 2016. Yes. He had a runner-up at the Masters, five top tens, pretty steady, eighth in scoring average, just hasn't really had that hot week. And he kind of struggled on the back nine yesterday, gave it all away where he was playing pretty well up to that point. I think you'll see a good dose of him and, and Justin Thomas together. 
They did play together. Yep. In the President's Cup last year. Correct. Um, you also have, uh, and I can hear the music's about to come on, so we're going to run out of time. Uh, Tiger Woods. I mean, this guy, 13, 17, and 3 overall record. He's 5 and 8 in four balls, 4 8 and 1 in foursomes, 4 1 and 2 in singles. Phil Mickelson, 12th consecutive. He's 18, 20, and 7. 8 and 8 and 2 in four balls, 5 7 and 4 in foursomes, and 5 5 and 1. So he's basically batting 500 in most of that. Yeah. If you look at it. Yep. And that means we're out of time. So we'll have to talk about the rest of the team before we get into the caddy. Coming up next as we break down the players heading into next week's Ryder Cup. Stay tuned. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780.
Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. It would be another string to the bow. It would be another sort of a highlight on the resume, so to speak. But um, you know, I think it's all very well winning tournaments. It's just something extra about winning a season-long thing. And uh, I was able to do that in Europe in 07, and it gave me a tremendous amount of pride. But uh, to do it against the best players in the world on this tour would be absolutely incredible. A string to the bow for Justin he, Rose. He kind of knocked down the European tour there. I thought he did. I did too. I thought that both best, of the best players in the world. Over here on this tour. Yeah. Gave me a tremendous amount of pride to do in Europe, but to do it over here against the best players on this tour? Yeah. Wait, what? No! <laughs> European tour's like, wait, what? <laughs> come on, man. We finally Oh got, man, come on. We got a number one we got a number one player from our tour. No, no, I'm not. I'm not from your tour. <laughs> I'm a I'm PGA tour guy. Oh, I I'm live over Europe here. Too. That's like, hey, I'm a member at Augusta and I'm also a member at, you know. Sh- I don't know. Pick one. <laughs> Any other club? Yeah. It's not like you know, that other club is like, yeah, that guy's our member. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's great. I won the club championship at, uh, you know, Pacific Dunes, but uh, that's not even a good example. But, you know, but you know, it was also the club championship at Augusta. Yeah. But to win the club championship here at Augusta, that would really be something. Yeah, of course it would. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he kind of punked the European tour. He did. Yeah. Real Golf Radio brought to you by Callaway Golf. Uh, check out CallawayGolf.com and the new MD4 Tactical Wedges. Uh, really, uh, really cool stuff. Uh, we'll be hearing more about those uh, coming up. Limited edition, but you want to check it out. If you haven't seen those Tactical Wedges, they're pretty sweet. By the way, Bob, when yes. you look at overall records, mm-hmm. Team Europe, 61, 37, and 23. USA, 57, 64, 20. So when you look at overall record... Which, of course, you're throwing the old guys in here that had a, quite that run, right, over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. So they have winning records. Um, Team Europe has the advantage in the overall record as well as the home course advantage having not lost since 1993. Correct. So uh, just to throw that out there. Uh, really quickly, wrapping up the players, Phil Mickelson, uh, well, we went through him. Webb Simpson is playing in his third Ryder Cup. He's 2-3-1 and one in overall record. Bubba Watson playing in his fourth Ryder Cup. He's 3-8-0, oh, Bob. Yeah. 3-8. 3-8-0. Oh. That's wins, losses, halves. Yes. Eight losses to three wins. Bubba, come on, man. He's 0-3 oh in singles. I think he's chomping at the bit to get back into this thing after Whoa. after not qualifying last time and being a vice captain. Bubba's never won a foursomes match or a singles match. Hmm. And he is even three and three in four balls. Right. Which means his player could carry him, his partner. So maybe you don't see him in foursomes? Maybe you don't see him at all. Just kidding. Uh, Justin Thomas is a rookie along with Bryce Nishamo, Tony Fino. Uh, the only thing I'll throw out there, JT, last year in the President's Cup, 3-1-1. One, and one. There you and go. And he teamed up with Ricky Fowler to go 2 oh, one one and teamed up with Daniel Berger in the only loss. Yes. But uh, kind of some interesting things. All right, let's get out to America's favorite caddy over in France. There are bag rats. <laughs> and then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Oh, he's 
is that uh, favorite caddy. I wonder if he's a. You know, we know he's America's favorite caddy. I wonder if he's become France's favorite caddy. Caddy, good morning. I'm a little bit uh, disappointed. I didn't have French theme caddy theme song. I, <laughs> what is that? I no, you're American. Alouette or something like that. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Alouette. Wow. Alouette yeah. No, I get something. it. I just don't, I don't want it in my head. Don't just let's leave it right there. <laughs> Um, so you're spending some time over there. How, how's it been so far? You've been over there over a week, huh? Took a lot longer than anticipated to complete the project. Mm. Um, just, to, you know, lots of things. I like to think that the universe likes to challenge me to make things interesting. And it did a heck of a job. Interesting. Well, I'm glad you allowed yeah, yourself yeah. plenty of time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to do that. You have to allow for things to go wrong and lots of things went wrong but we got done and i think things are good and what a great golf course oh okay. man what is it a good golf course tell Give us, us about the insights it. yeah tell us what's up man man it's uh you you better hit it good i mean it's a it's a molinari special it's a ball strikers golf course for sure um it has big greens but they didn't feel as big as they are but they are large but um Boy, tee to green. The rough's pretty strong. Fairways are fairways are quite narrow. I mean, you get up on some of these holes, and it's like, whoo, I don't have anywhere to hit this. Um, looks completely. It's not goofy at all. Totally fair. It, it's a it's an excellent excellent test. Great place to play it. So is it is it the type of golf course off the tee like some of them that you see where you you get up there and you look at it and and you think, uh, man, I don't, I don't have anywhere to hit this, but yet it's deceiving, and there might actually be some room there. Well, let me actually. It doesn't look like you don't have anywhere to hit it. It's just narrow. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like the seventeenth hole is Ben Hogan would love it because it has no hazards, no bunkers, nothing. It's just a dogleg left. It's got some length to it. It's got a little bit of a slope on the fairway. It's just as pure as you can be, and it's a great hole. Um, it's just a solid, awesome hole, but it's so simple. Yeah. And um, it's, but you look out there and you say, well, everybody's going, everybody's going to hit driver there, except for Henrik Stenson, who I don't think knows what a driver is, but or owns a driver actually. But yeah, I mean that it, it's going to be a driver hole for everybody, but it's just super narrow, and you just gotta, you just gotta get up there and hit one straight. That's all there is to it. Caddy, what are the so, swing holes? What are the what are the iconic, if you will? Where are we going to see the fun match play holes? Where you're going to see some strategy come into play and and some things that we want to look at that could potentially swing matches. Well, you've got water comes into play pretty good on on uh, 15 to some degree on 15, definitely on 16 and on 18, um, mostly off the a uh, little bit off the tee shots, but. Yeah, the approach is, uh, you know, you get some pins tucked over near some water, you might see some some interesting things happen. Um, I don't know that there's really a hole like 16 at Firestone, which is like an eagle. Well, it's not really an eagle hole, but it's a disaster par five. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't really have you don't have anything on this course that would. And in match play, it doesn't really matter anyway, does it? To have a disaster hole, but um, I, I can't really point to any particular place you, you you just have some really strong holes really difficult holes um 
Then you got your birdie holes, like number 13 is a birdie hole, 14 is a birdie hole. Even 15 with the water, that's a birdie hole. So you can see some some excitement going on on that stretch. Um, you, know, you birdie 17, you better win that hole if you birdie 17. Yeah. Um, Par 5 is yeah. reachable. You know, without even looking at any yardages measurements, we're living in an era where I, you don't say no to that question ever. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. What's not reachable for these guys? But no, no, they're, they're uh, yeah, definitely, uh, they still have some length to them. But uh, 14 is the hole where you're going to see, you'll see some eagles on 14. That's a pretty cool, interesting green. But uh, I think it's playing, what is it, 556 up the hill or something. So what's that, a driver wedge for most guys nowadays? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so yeah. are, are there... We're at about 500, 500 feet of altitude, for those of you counting. Mm. Bryson DeChambeau is going to want to know that. Yeah. So you can factor that, you know, 0.0765% uh, altitude change. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so four, four par fives? Or is it going to play less than that? Uh, nope, we got number three... Uh, hold on a second. Uh, three par fives. Number three, nine, and uh, 14. Okay. Okay. So par 71, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, I mean, all those are just numbers anyway, aren't yeah. they? But all, all par fives, I mean, they're, they're all go-for-it holes. Um, or they, they can be, or they should be go-for-it holes if you drive in the fairway. So that's, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be fun holes. Okay. I like it. All right, so, yeah. Caddy, here, here's a couple of things that we were just discussing uh, before um, – before you came on the, on the air, we're kind of looking at this team, and uh, you know the overall record for the U.S. team: 57, 64, and 20, as compared to the Europeans' overall record: 61, 37, and 23. Um, pretty pretty impressive. These guys are stacked. Uh, what, what do you like? Uh, what's kind of your gut? What, what's what are you thinking right now as you, you, you look forward to next week's Ryder Cup? So believe it or not, when I when I was looking at the course on paper, you know, because we had mapped it all and I was looking at it just with the data, I thought, wow, they're gonna. This is a, a course that's taken away the U.S. advantage and that. But as I walked around the course and looked at it with my eyes and walked at it, I, I think it's a, I think it's a good course for our team actually. Um, you know, I just think our our guys are just really awesome players, and it's an awesome golf course that requires an awesome player to play it well. And that's what we have on our team. So I'm going to kind of go away from the taking the driver out of your hands and the narrowness of it, which it does have. Um, but, you know, great players tend to perform well on great golf courses, and that's what this is. So I, just, I have a good feel for it. Let's put it that way for our guys. I think Tony said he's played. He hit, he's, he'll play five to eight drivers on that thing. Well, yeah, depending on um, – he said when he played it in practice rounds, depending on the wind. Yeah. He would hit um, four drivers, four or five drivers for sure. Um, but if yep. the wind's down, he'll probably hit eight. But you got to be—I mean, what it requires is um, you've got to be a good iron player. And you yeah. know, Bob, how it is when a guy—you know—all the guys who are good players, when they say I played well, that what's that mean? That means I hit it good, right? Yeah. I was happy yeah. with how I hit. That's yep. all that means. Got guys who scramble. And shoot a great score and make a lot of putts. Yeah, obviously, you love doing that. But nobody, 
guys kind of like, you know, that everybody, the great ball strikers all kind of have this chip on their shoulder, like, oh, I hit it better than that guy, but he just beat me, right? So, yeah, yeah but I hit it better than him. So it's kind of like the thing that everybody who's good kind of, they care about how well did I hit the ball. That's what everybody cares about, and this course requires that. And so that's, I think, when you look at the different players on the different teams, you just got to say, hey, who, who can really golf your ball, as they say, right? Who can hit it? Who, hit, who hits it well? And you think, uh, I think it's a great, I really do think it's a great course for Tiger. I think it's just primo. He'll hit a lot of non-drivers. He'll hit a few drivers here and there. And he's just such a good middle and longer iron player. I, I think it's just right in his wheelhouse. So he'll, he'll love it. Well, Eastlake is right in his wheelhouse at the moment. He's tied for the lead after 36 holes, looking for win number 80. So uh, it would be quite the fever pitch this weekend if he pulls that off and certainly wouldn't hurt the momentum going into the Ryder Cup next week. Caddy, yep. good stuff as always. We appreciate it. Thanks for joining us from France two weeks in a row and look forward to ta- chatting with you soon. Thanks, gentlemen. I guess that's the only time 80 is a good number, but that would be a good one. So, <laughs> Yes, anyway, that's correct. Thanks. Thanks so much. Talk to you next week. All right, there you go. That's a caddy joining us right here, live from France, uh, as he's getting uh, ready for next week's Ryder Cup. Hey, coming up next, we're going to welcome in Dave Stockton. He captained in 1991 the War at the Shore. Kiwi Island. Island. Oh, yep. man. And uh, this is a man who loves his Ryder Cup. Can't wait yep. to talk to Dave Stockton next. Stay tuned. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something... uh... Something is getting closer. Holy. And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it? Or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf.
When Callaway first equipped their drivers with jailbreak technology, they completely changed the game. A new bar for ball speed had been set, and golfers everywhere started to take notice. So what, you think they were just going to call it a day? Not a chance. Nope, they took their most epic technology and went rogue. The new rogue driver has taken jailbreak distance and made it more forgiving than ever. The new jailbreak bars are lighter and stronger, which allows Rogue to redistribute its weight throughout the head. When you have a reshaped, more forgiving head, well, you get more forgiveness. Forgiveness you didn't even think was possible out of a driver that fast. No more playing it safe, folks. Tight fairway? Bomb it anyway. Water in play? Clear it. That's the power of the jailbreak effect. And that's why Callaway is the number one driver in golf. You're either playing it or you're leaving yards on the table. Go rogue with Callaway. Get the details now at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one driver in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Every shot that you hit is a is a tough shot, you know, especially even like a simple hole, sort of simple hole like 17. That, if you don't hit, if you don't hit a good tee shot there, there's no chance you're making. You know, you're struggling to make par, you know. So even the, the holes that don't look that difficult you know if you put yourself out of position um you can make life very difficult for yourself that's rory mcelroy uh, playing uh, east lake in the tour championship this week welcome back to real golf radio brian taylor bob casper with you this segment brought to you by odyssey the number one putter in golf rory mcelroy by the way will be playing in his fifth Ryder cup he's played in every one of them from uh 2010 through this year his record is nine six and four overall. He's three two and two in four balls. He's four three and one in foursomes or alternate shot, and he's two one and one in singles. His first loss coming to Patrick Reed last yeah, year. Yeah, that was an epic. Or last that last was an cup. epic singles mm. match. That was awesome. I'll tell you, man. I think Rory's looking for a little revenge on that one. Yeah, and he's been playing. Um, you know, he played really, really well in the yeah. Cup in 2016 yep. and just didn't have any help. Yep. Just nobody to help him out. So uh, pretty interesting stuff. Uh, Tiger and Phil, by the way, their overall record, 31, 37, and 10. So if you subtract that out of the overall team record for the U.S., uh, the Team USA record minus Tiger and Phil, 26, 27, and 10. So it's just under 500. Yeah. Joining us right now, a good friend of ours and uh, the man that captained the 1991 Ryder Cup, uh, Kiowa Island, the war at the shore, successfully, and uh, probably my favorite guy to talk Ryder Cup with, Dave Stockton, kind enough to join us right now. Dave, good morning. How are you? Morning, Brian. How are you? Doing so good. It's uh, it's that time again, huh? Oh, yeah, it is. going to be a good, good trip. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking right now? Well, I'm... I'm... I'm excited that we're going over. It's the first time, first time ever, they've invited all the former captains to come over uh, across the pond. They invited us the last few times here on in Chicago and in, in Minneapolis. But uh, so it'd be fun. Not that we're going to do a whole heck of a lot, but it's going to be none of the wives turned it down. I guess Paris is a pretty nice spot to take them to, <laughs> and uh, everybody's excited. Well, uh, you heard me kind of talking a little bit about statistics, and it is interesting. This is a little bit of a throwback year. You got Tiger and Phil both playing uh, on the Ryder Cup team again. Uh, this is the first time that's happened since 2012. 
And then on Team Europe, you've got sort of a reunion as well with the, you know, uh, Paul Casey's back in there, Sergio's back in there, um, Ian Poulter's back in there. So you, you look at some guys that, you know, have have played a, a lot of Ryder Cups against each other, and they're back there with a, with a few rookies sprinkled in. Do you have a feel or a sense of kind of one way or another at this point in time what you're leaning? Yes, I I I think the United States is an extremely strong team. Uh, I was, you know, it, it it's such a advantage for the, for the captain to be able to pick four picks, and I think the U.S. really has their system correct. Uh, there was, you know, there's, you know, we left a couple of guys off that we could have taken Kisner especially and yeah. Shoffley both uh, would have been good picks. And I if if one of the other four hadn't been on there. Uh, I could see Mickelson being a vice captain instead of a player, uh, and and but one of those other two got could have got on. But we just have a strong team. We have the veteran leadership. You mentioned Mickelson and Tiger. Um, I'm pretty sure they won't pair them together for sure, but uh, <laughs> they learned that lesson. No one wants to be house in part two. <laughs> yeah, no, that that I don't I don't think that would work. But uh, the 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 other thing that I really like is the way we picked them. We picked our three. And, and, uh, it, it, we, we got those out of the way and we waited to see who the last one was going to be. And, and Finau, I think was picked, which I think is a great pick. Everybody likes him. He's one of the guys that had gone over to Paris and played the practice rounds stuff for Furick over there, uh, where I'm not sure if Kisner or, or Shoffley did, uh, on the European side, they picked differently. They picked all four at one time. And then the next week they have. Fitzpatrick win the tournament over there. Right, one of their biggest tournaments, and I think I think it was a real mistake that they they took the four veterans, which is fine, uh, but they didn't they they left off what would arguably be one of their really good players to come in the future. Well, and I and, think that's a that's a bonus for us. Yeah, and Fitzpatrick had experience, although he didn't play well um, at Hazeltine, but but don't you think they had to go with those veterans, especially since they already had five rookies in their first eight eight players. Yeah, but a lot of their rookies aren't aren't truly rookies. I mean, they a lot of us we you know nobody a lot of people don't know a whole lot about Tommy Fleetwood, but the guy's playing unbelievably. Yeah, he's a player. And in in some of those rookies play as good or better than some of the veterans. Uh, and I, I just I just think we have a stronger team. We have the disadvantage of playing over there, and they have the advantage of playing on a golf course that's. You know they know well because they play tournaments on it, which makes sense. But you know the you know and the only reason I lean back toward Mickelson as one of the picks is it's an extremely tight golf course, and unless unless Phil you know shapes up his driving, it's going to be you know hard to pair him with somebody. Uh, I'm sure they'll make it work. But you alluded to both Tiger and and Phil don't have records that are in em- enviable in Ryder Cup. You know. No one with a with a Larry Nelson like record for sure. Yeah, yeah, that is for sure. Dave Stockton joining us here. Although you know Tiger and Phil, they had that bromance that started at the Masters this year. So <laughs> you know perhaps then they got this little match coming up in Vegas uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. Maybe you know maybe maybe it's time to to right the wrong from 2004 no, Oakland Hills. Don't do it. No, no, don't no, do no it. No way. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Deschambeau is going to be playing with Tiger. Yeah. And, and because and that's what they've done. I mean, that's that's the advantage. And in, in our 
system of where we know who the captains are going to be and what's going to transpire. And you got your, all your assistants, the assistants out there are the future captains in most regards. Stricker, who's playing here where I am in, in uh, South Dakota and then flying out on Sunday night to get there. Uh, they, they know who the, the, the players themselves know these assistant captains. And it is transformed in the assistant captains being as almost as important as the, as the figurehead who is the captain. I mean, in my, regret, my case at Keough, I mean, my two assistants were my two boys, Junior and Ronnie. And, you know, now, because of all the hoopla and everything, and what Azinger created in 2008 by, by having more than just two captains, the two captain's picks, and also having more assistants, uh, it's it bonded these guys together. And I think we're going to have just a really, really good showing over there. Dave Stockton joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. All right. So for those who haven't had a chance to listen to you uh, talk about the Ryder Cup, just set the scene for what it's like as uh, one of the best players in the world um, who plays professional golf tournaments week in and week out to suddenly find yourself in this format on this stage in a Ryder Cup with representing your country. Just just explain what that means and how different of a feeling that is versus any other week on the PGA Tour. Well, we, we play an individual sport, and m- many of us are very happy to play that because if you've played team sports, basketball, baseball, football, whatever it might be, you know if you try 200%, and a lot of people do, it, it isn't going to constitute a win if you got some guy that's trying 50% or has problems or something else. And, and you know, that you you got to learn to bond these guys together, which brings in Azinger, what he did in 2008, of using this pod system where he has four guys of likability. They can be big hitters. They can be steady players. And he pairs them with a co-captain or assistant captain to help them. And because we have exactly three or four days to bond these guys together, which is now they're finishing today or finishing tomorrow in Atlanta. They'll get on the plane and fly over and arrive in the Monday afternoon over, over in Paris. And you have exactly until Friday morning to bond these guys together. And the Navy SEALs, which do that with their 10 and 12 and 13-man squad, they figure they have a month and they have a hard time doing it in a month. So you, the clock's ticking, and you have to put them together, which is all this pre-work that goes goes through. So I'm pretty sure right now the guys on the team, even some of the rookies, know exactly. Let's say Finau looks at he knows exactly who he's going to be playing with. There's not going to be any question marks. They will have played practice rounds together, and that's where Americans doing is doing a much better job. And that's one reason why Finau got picked because he can play with anybody. If you watched him at the Masters when he twisted his ankle after making the ace on the, what was it, seventh hole, I guess, and then pops it back in and then continues to play the Masters, how in the heck he ever did that. (laughs) But his his attitude lends himself to play with anybody. And that's why, what what the fans can watch for is in an alternate shot, you have to pair people of likability. I mean, the only time I lost a record match, I was paired my very first one in Old Washington, St. Louis, uh, was, was Nicholas was my partner and it was not a good pairing because Nicholas could out hit me by 40, 50 yards. And so consequently, when he had to use my drive, he's going nuts because he's hitting a six iron where he should be hitting a nine iron. And so, so you have to pair him of likability on the other side, when you're playing best ball, 
you want a guy that can let it go. Like Mickelson, who you think would be a rock as a veteran, you can't pair him with somebody else that's wild or they'll never finish. They'll not get out, never get out of the trees. So you're going to have to pair him with somebody that hits the ball very straight, and you can find it every time. You know Spieth and Reed are going to be put together, uh, which we haven't even talked about, but there's another question mark, and I think it may have been a advantage to Spieth to have not gotten into the Tour Championship this week because he's had a chance to hone his game or whatever he needed to work on, be it mental or physical, and have him be ready because it's kind of funny that the only two that aren't at top form for the Americans right now would probably be Mickelson and Spieth. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Hey, did uh, and we got to wrap it up. Unfortunately, I'd love to talk to you all day, but you've got things to do, and we're got a commercial break. But have you? Did they involve the past captains? Have you heard from Captain Furick at all? Yes, he he talked to all the past captains. That's good to hear. Uh, it yeah, I mean that that's the benefit. I mean, you're not out there. And, okay, you pick Joe Blow to be the next captain, and all of a sudden he says, oh, "Okay, I'm gonna do it my way." Well, that that didn't work a couple about four years ago six years ago now and so consequently basically uh there's a lot of talk going on and and that's what helps pick in the future captains yeah and 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 it's it's the players doing it not the pga of america and the bond is completely different than it was when the time i played in the 70s i love it dave thanks so much for your time as always we certainly love it and appreciate you coming on the show very well very well done as always and uh, good luck this weekend play well I appreciate it, Brian. Bob, good. Take care, okay? All Have right. a great time in yeah. France. Have a good time. Okay, bye. Right, Thanks. Dave Stockton, former captain, former player, lover of the all things Ryder Cup, and uh, <laughs> kind enough to join us on the show. He didn't get emotional on me. I tried to no. set him up. No, I know. I tried to tee up some emotional things. I he know. Just, he's all business. He's in, he's in player mode right now. He's too. good. Yeah, yep. he's good stuff. All right, stay tuned. We'll wrap it up on the other side. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 
Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks to Dave Stockton, the caddy, Michael Simons from Eastlake. What a finish it's going to be out there for the Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup. Tiger Woods in the mix, number one in the world. Justin Rose all getting ready for next week's Ryder Cup. Yeah. You got a pick? I think that uh, this is going to be very, very close. It would not surprise me if Team Europe won. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be... The lopsided fest that the Americans. Well, think I don't it think is. I don't but think, I, but I am going to pick USA. Yeah, I don't think it'll be, be lopsided. Um, I think it's going to be what is it? Fourteen, fourteen is is a tie. Yeah. So I think it's going to be um, fifteen and a half, twelve and a half, US. Thirteen and a half, fifteen and a half, thirteen and a half. No. Twelve and a half. Yeah. That's twelve and a half. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Will Tiger Woods get win number 80 this weekend? Will the Americans I'm excited get for their that. first win on foreign soil since '93? Boy, a fun week of golf. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.